You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi, girl. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Never. Why would I? <laughs> I don't know. I do stuff like that. I even make myself go, what the fuck? I drove past my neighbor who was sitting outside and I was in the car and I was like, hey. <laughs> and as I'm driving away, I'm like, what? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> but why not, though? That's the question. <laughs> I guess so. I've just gotten to a level of like, like nonsense that even I can't fathom. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> I'm just like who the highest nonsense at the highest level at the highest most sophisticated level the highest degree yeah this is this is FBI nonsense (laughs) federal federal it's a crime oh my god what are you what are you reading what are you listening watching tell me um oh I'm reading station 11 Oh, you are. Hmm. And yeah, I am. It's but a it, it is really. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they turned. Maybe that's why. Television program. I was like, I feel like this is coming back around again. Like, I've heard the name somewhere. That would be why it's going to be a television program. But we also almost picked it. Right. Yes. During true. the innocence time. I feel like either or either book would have been this one probably would have been better but it's a bit enjoying it well no it's about a pandemic yeah yeah so I don't know people might have felt like anxiety reading more about a pandemic were we in the pandemic when we read it Mm -hmm. last year yeah because we've been in the pandemic for like 37 years so yeah 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 oh my yeah yeah so I'm not sure how I feel about it it's good but then I'm like she would have this was written way before the pandemic so it's like she's calling everything it's just trippy it's trippy it's a bit of a mind fuck if you will Mm -hmm. although when you like think about it like there have been many pandemics in the history of the world so exactly probably just history doing that thing it does but it is cyclical timing the timing Mm -hmm. is weird yes yes yeah anyways um other than that I listened to that podcast you sent me sent away oh yeah I listened to it too that was weird right Mm -hmm. I'm still so confused as to like how that girl died that's not a spoiler because that's literally like no the first episode she fell in the dark yeah I know but why did what were they doing like why they're splunking (laughs) on Christmas Eve with like 20 bad girls yeah (laughs) in the dark with no flush flashlights flashlights either (laughs) either or (laughs) either or there was none (laughs) oh I don't know man I don't know that podcast was crazy it was crazy and I can't I, believe it's still happening. That kind of stuff. I know. Stuff. I know. And with the Paris Hilton thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, you? I just discovered 
that there is a tab in the podcast app and it's called unplayed and I can go into my dateline episodes and hit the unplayed tab and listen all the ones I haven't listened to instead of love like that endlessly like hoping that I would come across one you know love so that for you rocking dateline all day every day all it is is dateline <laughs> dateline 24 7 Keith Morrison yeah. in my ears all the time yes talking to Lester Holt Lester other Holt. guy other that person. woman there is that woman too yeah and the other guy and the yeah. other guy Jim Jones no 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no wrong no. Don't wrong podcast, podcast. No, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> wrong podcast don't ask oh me if my God. <laughs> I got Marty to watch a documentary about um have no it wasn't Heaven's Gate it was Jim Jones what was his called yeah Jonestown Jonestown yeah yeah mm-hmm. Marty watched mm-hmm. a documentary about it with me I'm like yeah this is fucked up are you ready <laughs> are you ready is that what you said <laughs> No, I actually whispered that in the office today, though. (laughs) Did anybody acknowledge and know that it was Chris Angel's mind freak? No, no. Quit your job. I always quit your job. I know. I I always drop (laughs) like little nuggets, little nuggets here and there. And I'm hoping that I'll find my soulmate at work or something because they'll be like, (laughs) like, I almost was like, get the fuck out of here. But like, no one would have understood that. Everybody would just been like, pork chop sandwiches. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. No one's my age. I'm the only one there who is my age. Everyone's either younger or older. I'm just chilling in the middle, like in real life. That's what it's like being in your 30s. Everyone is yeah, but... younger than you or older than you. <laughs> That's true at any age in your life. <laughs> but particularly this one, damn it. <laughs> Come on now. Just give me this. Just give it. Give it I the thir- 30s are awesome. I have yeah, to say. I don't mind. Like, yeah. Um, I wish that I could like. I used to be able to like stay up all night and then, I guess like go to work the next day and I would never do that now <laughs> never that's blasphemous I would be too much of a mess I'd be like I'm really sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd be like I need to call out for at least three days at least three days because I had two bottles of cider so yeah exactly <gasps> yeah. I'm done I'm done. Done. I had two white claws, so. Oh yikes! Yeah, time for bed. Night night. <laughs> Put me right to sleep. <laughs> Vaping and clawing, baby. Vaping Hell yeah! Clawing. Vape nation. Vape nation. Holla. Holla. Okay. okay, we have we have three new babes, so what? I'm just gonna shout shout them out. Yeah. Um. Okay. Kelly, Wyatt, and Felicia. Hello to all of you. Welcome to our hot mess. Okay, should I? Can I start? Please do. Okay, take it away, Riley. You're no longer Kate. All right, I am Riley Mays. 
This week, we are reading chapters 9 to 16 of The Oceanography of the Moon, which kind of, the title kind of came together this week, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which was mm -hmm. nice to see. Loved that. Loved that. All right. So they are looking for fossils as per the dinner discussion night before when Vaughn just invited himself so super kindly. We find out what a search image is. Okay. Yeah. So that's when an animal finds something that aids in its survival. It fixes that uh, an image of whatever it is in its mind and humans do this too it's called evolution baby look it up (laughs) this is an evolution babes podcast look it up yourself (laughs) look it up ever heard of it never heard of her no evolution never Never heard of her (laughs) never heard of her (laughs) wrong we heard writer hardly knew her (laughs) jesus christ okay okay sorry (laughs) so Vaughn is pretty much there for the ride he looks a little bit bored Riley is feeling sorry for Vaughn today which is new from her previous emotions towards Vaughn Colton still isn't really vibing with Vaughn and Riley feels responsible for that which she kind of is because she was like do you think he sucks and Colton's like yeah he sucks because she definitely Yeah. (laughs) yeah so that is a little bit awkward um Vaughn sort of challenged Riley about where Colton had slept the night before, um, kind of trying to see if they were sharing a bed, and they were not. So he was pleased about that, weirdly. Mm-hmm. They have like this weird moment. <laughs> I'm not for these weird moments. I don't know. I just like don't love reading awkward, weird moments. Do you know what it I mean? It makes you like, cringe IRL Yeah, too. yeah, it makes me cringe. Like I, there were actual moments. I don't know if it's just me, but there were actual moments when I was just rolling my eyes. Like <laughs> there are a few little bits. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I love her writing and everything, but just mm-hmm. some moments where I'm like, Ugh. okay. So they're looking into each other's eyes and Riley can like see bonds grief and then like Colton kind of catches them doing this and it's like kind of awkward for everyone and then Vaughn asks about the writer comment from Saatchi about how she had said that Riley was the writer and Riley explains that she was studying writing um, and she was sort of struggling with things and um, the only writing that she kept after she ended up dropping out was a journal um about a class where she was like essentially having to write a memoir and it was like too painful to write and it was kind of like the catalyst of her dropping out of school so oh and then I wrote cue heart to heart blah blah (laughs) I'm guessing there was some more like eye rolling (laughs) yes yes yeah um Vaughn wants to read this like journal she's kind of like isn't the idea of a journal like isn't that self-explanatory that it's not for someone else to read like it was just this weird sort of thing mm-hmm. um and then Colton ends up telling Vaughn that he wants to show him something and to follow him into the woods <laughs> love that to always follow weird people like strange people into the woods um but it ends up being a snowshoe hair that they he gets Riley to help flush towards Vaughn um, and then Colton explains a little bit of global warming in action and how it has affected the snowshoe hair. So what it says in the story is that this, that 
because it's February in the book, there's typically snow and the snowshoe hair is accustomed to this. And so it being white and the snow being white, it thinks it's invisible in that moment, not realizing that it's much milder than it usually is in February. Hence, he's a white rabbit surrounded by brown dirt. Yes. yes. So it's like symbolic in all sorts of different ways. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then on the way back, Vaughn mentions the journal to Riley and then Riley, like, he's like, at least don't destroy it or something weird. And then Riley's like, hey, we should warm up for a fire with a fire when we get home, Colton. Like, they're kind of just like, it's just this like weird vibe. Yeah. Um, he won't give up on the journal at all. No. Like, it's like, can I read it? Can I read it? Can I read yeah. it? Like, What's in your journal? Yeah. Yeah. Like he knows anyway. And then I made a note. There is something weird. going. He is so like, yeah, fixated on her and the way he makes, she makes him feel. Yeah. And we even got like those weird vibes last week when Mm -hmm. he was at the dinner and felt like he needed to like come up with an excuse to set everyone at ease. Right. And Mm -hmm. he said, literally said like he was making an excuse it's just weird Vaughn is hoping that he hasn't upset Riley about the journal pestering um and he was having trouble sleeping because he was picturing them sleeping together Colton and Riley (laughs) yes Colton and Riley um and he couldn't sleep so he's out he's looking up about snowshoe hair so obviously that like flushing out that animal uh, this hair um obviously piqued his interest in maybe a little bit of climate change and that kind of stuff and then um he found this clock at a gas station and he thinks that it's perfect for Kieran but he wants Riley to help give it to him which is okay, weird. Um, so she like he like pops his head in her door, which has already been like, don't come in here. So not a good idea to go in there. And she like throws a book at him, obviously. Like as she should. Jesus. Yes. Get out. But then that still doesn't deter him enough after she's been like, get out of here, skedaddle. And he's just mesmerized by her room um, and what's on the walls. So it's the seas of the moon. Part of it, uh, that's clouds. And it seems like it's all like very intricate and dreamy almost. And then there's like a serpent, which comes back around the whole time um anyways he's completely mesmerized by it he's impressed that she knows what it is and she's impressed that he knows what it is apparently these kind of drawings and the idea of the sea of seas of the moon was in his last book and at that point he can tell that she's obviously not a fan eye roll he's still pretentious (laughs) as fuck (laughs) um and his first question essentially is oh did Sachi help you and she's Mm -hmm. like no I did this myself literally except there is a spot where like Kieran scribbled on the wall but like I did this all myself yeah yeah um so she's feeling like she I feel like she's like let her guard down a little bit now that she's kind of impressed with him and he is also divulging 
some information about himself and he makes a comment about the serpent and about how it feels like it's going to drag him under the water and he can tell that that means something to Riley and then he of course ends on a thought what about that journal though what about that journal Riley is feeling like she can't major in biology and because of this she is avoiding Alec who also teaches at the school we know that um Vaughn hasn't come by the house much at all she felt like his adoration for the moon seas was genuine um and she can't believe how close to the truth he was about the serpent so water drowning something serpent symbolism i don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all there um what's that called uh parcel time okay so kieran senses something is wrong and tells her that she should talk to vaughn um just because she is upset about her bad test and she lies in bed but immediately gets up because nikki used to do that so throughout this there are like little peppered facts about like what nikki was like who is her mother so Mm -hmm. she she doesn't she obviously wants to not be like nikki we see that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. um Sachi is worried about Vaughn she feels like he's isolating himself he comes home and goes into the studio and tells Sachi that he wants to buy that painting um and she says he can buy it and they pick out a frame together and then Riley notices that Kieran hasn't added the two bells from the clock that Vaughn gave him into his magic collection which is just a little interesting tidbit So then they have dinner and Alec asks about the test and she's, she's can tell that Alec and Sachi are worried that she's going to quit school again. And she's afraid that she'll turn out like her mother. Like she wants, it seems like she just wants some consistency in her life. Right. Um, She also mentions that they don't know what Nikki was like. And the only person who knew was Aunt Julia. So Mm -hmm. I think we're getting a vibe that like Nikki may have, been abusive like yeah. there, there was some definitely some substance use yeah like, mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a good good time Mm-mm. um she looks out the window and she sees a flashlight glow and it's late and it's nighttime and she knows it's Vaughn and she's a little worried because of the incoming storm so she decides to go outside too as you do when you don't like the pretentious author right no of course (laughs) follow them around no problem follow them around no problem um she finds him sitting on the dock he invites her to sit she ends up telling him that she used to live in chicago and he doesn't seem to notice that she's from his hometown again another Mm -hmm. little weird thing Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. he tells her that she has an inferiority complex which is funny um we also find out they, they're having banter and talking back and forth, but she says that she's always comparing herself to Nikki again. There's like another little mention of her. Um, then they start comparing the all encompassing darkness that is within both of them. They're just kind of like having this weird heart to heart bonds drunk. He offers the whiskey to Riley. She accepts. Um, apparently she drinks a lot. Vaughn's trying to decide what he 
like whether he will stay and when he's gonna leave or whatever um he feels awkward about the fact that Sachi invited him and he thinks it's just because he's famous and he even says to Riley like if I wasn't a famous author do you think she would have let me stay and Riley's like well no probably not (laughs) like let's be honest and so like that kind of annoys him I guess Mm -hmm. I I think so too yeah but she does try to like cover herself by being like but she wouldn't let like a mean person stay this long or like a bad person stay this long or whatever yeah yeah um and she can also relate because when she showed up at the farm she felt like quote poor orphan Riley so she can sort of Mm-hmm. empathize with what Vaughn feels in a weird way um and then Vaughn asks Riley on a date that escalated wow. quickly <laughs> it did it did so obviously Vaughn can't stop thinking about Riley and he's wondering like how did this even happen and sorry this is all while they're on their way to the bar that they're mm-hmm. going to sorry they're, they're driving car- to the there's bar. a 40 minute car ride baby yeah, 40 minutes. So I got to talk about something. They're on their way. They're talking about that stuff about um, Kieran and his magic and about how he's noticing that the parents aren't really a topic of conversation and mm-hmm. how Riley seems like she's programmed for failure. And well, that's what she thinks about herself. So they're opening up to, to each other. Um, and then we also find out that this is the first time that Riley is going to a bar. She divulges that. Um, he wonders she wonders where he goes during the day um, Mm -hmm. and he likes that but he makes obviously make sure that he doesn't give anything away jeez um (laughs) can't be vulnerable no they make it to the bar called the blind wolf riley's like i don't like the name but he explains it to her what blind and whatever meant in pub culture um they're there to listen to some live music which also Riley doesn't really listen to music so she's listening to the song and the lyrics and she starts to cry so that she's crying they slow dance there's a bar cat and it's deaf that's why it likes to hang out there I like the bar cat. That's cute. Yeah. She it's, pets it. She's like this cute little kitty. This little cute little cat. Um, and then during like an intermission type dealio break, Riley and Vaughn go to the bar and he's like, oh, I've never seen you around here. I've only seen you a few times. And the bartender trolley is like, who are you again? What? A- who? I can't hear you. And then Riley's like, it's Vaughn Orr. Literally everybody can hear me and it starts a whole thing. He's signing stuff. He's gets real upset. I mean, it would suck, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hard for the course, I think. And yeah, it starts a whole thing. Everybody's staring at him, asking for signatures, blah, blah, blah. And he's essentially saying like, my perfect tavern is ruined. I can never come back here. It was a little (laughs) dramatic. It was a little dramatic just a wee dramatic <laughs> the drama the drama of it all you remember the part where Vaughn spilled the beer on Riley so that they could yes. leave yes also <laughs> that happened yes cool. he like tried to spill just a little bit on her but the whole thing went <sighs> I don't think you should ever try to spill no. anything on anyone <laughs> no 
Okay, so Vaughn's drunk because he chugged all of his beer because he wanted to leave, and Riley said that it was rude to leave so quickly. Um, so she's driving home, and she's a little worried that Vaughn is mad at her because she said his name, his full name. Um, she kind of dropped his name, thinking people would think she was cool, but didn't realize that it would like turn out the way that it did. So Vaughn asks Riley to pull over the car, and he gets out, and she thinks he's being a little sicky. Um, but he's not, he comes over to the car and he's like, can you hear that? And she's like, yeah, it's the coyotes. And so then they just like chill outside, listen to some coyotes for a minute. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Huh? I hear it all the time. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, those are coyotes. You fucking dumb, dumb, dumb nuts. Dumb nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your nuts are dumb. <laughs> okay. Um, so in this moment, Riley is just like hella attracted to Vaughn and they have a little smooch. And then we find out that her and Colton kissed last year, which I don't think you should do if you don't want to lead somebody on. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> especially if you no. think of them like your brother. Don't mm-hmm. go kissing your brother. No don't brother kissing. Fuck. All right. So she gets to the house and she feels all awkward about what's going to happen next. And then Vaughn gets out and like gives her a hug and they have a little chat and he finds out that she's never been with a man. That's why she's like nervous and no pressure. Like to his credit, there was no pressure. It was not Mm -hmm. awkward. It was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, He walks her to the door, asks if she wants to do something tomorrow night um she agrees even though it's the day that kieran will be dressing her um and then like that's it which is sweet i hate that i hate that he's like you pick and i'm like i hate that for her because you know oh like for their little date yeah it's your turn to pick yeah it is Uh, i hate that though i hate picking walk in the woods though i hate picking i know i make you do it all the time when you said tonight and I asked what time and you said didn't give me an answer so then I sent you my new emoji that is me where yeah. I got a hat on you got a hat on you look like you're from Harry hat. Harry Pooter Harry Pooter yeah it's a witch's hat because I'm a witch bitch <laughs> all right great Sachi's awake she needed to stay up to make sure that Riley was there Riley decides to run a bath and read Vaughn's latest book, which she asks Sachi for. That's why I wrote down that Sachi was there. Um, And then she reads the dedication page and she thinks she's almost imagining it. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. No answer immediately. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody buckle up because a lot happens here. (laughs) All right. Vaughn is wondering, why'd I kiss her? I need to get away. I'm being reckless. He can't sleep. And then at 5.50 a.m., Riley shows up. And I'm like, hey, hey, I can't sleep either. I can't stop thinking about you. (laughs) Um, So anyway, she... Um, So... (laughs) Essentially, that's exactly what she says. And that I can't stop thinking about you. And can I stay? And he's like, that's fine, but I sleep naked. So, so they're cuddling and stuff in bed. And then she drops the 
they're canoodling. Yep. She drops that. I was reading your book and that's why I can't sleep, Mm -hmm. which we all know how he feels about that. Um, She says that your writing is beautiful and she says that she looked him up, which is another one of his faves. And then Uh she, she asks the big question, who is Riley? And then everything takes a turn. He is essentially like, I'm not telling you. And she's pressing kind of like he was pressing about the journal. Um, Mm -hmm. And at this moment, Riley's reminding him of the serpent um, and that she is like him in a sense. And like, they're a monster that won't rest. Mm -hmm. And it's very very strange like yeah it's just like they're both kind of scared and they're yeah and then then bond freaks out doesn't look so good looks like he's gonna faint um and riley tries to like oh are you okay like kind of stops for them for a minute but then riley brings it up again um and bond is just like i gotta go i gotta go Mm -hmm. i gotta go and then Riley starts being mean and asking questions like she should. Is this the real you? Um, and that kind of stuff. Or like, are you showing your true colors right now? Um, and then Bond starts being nasty back. Like, you should have listened to your gut. Um, you know that there's something wrong with me. I'm a bad person. Um and he kind of starts even mocking her niceness, which is sad because Riley, I think inherently is just a sweet and empathetic person. Mm-hmm. So then he finally says that something bad happened to Riley and I did it to her. And if I tell you, I'll be arrested. And he's saying all this while he's like furiously packing all of his shit. What does that mean? Hmm. Yeah. And the fact that him stopping here, it brought it all back. And that's why he was like compelled to stay, but knew he had to leave at the same time. Like he was so torn and blah, blah, blah. Um, And anyways, yeah, he kind of like puts it all out there further than I thought he was actually going to, um, but stopping short of actually what happened to quote unquote Riley. Mm -hmm. Um, So then Riley storms out and so does Vaughn. He um on, on his way out though, Sachi, they encounter each other. He leaves money, which is way too much. And he kind of just is like, it'll never be enough to like what I did to Riley, kind of thing. Riley, who? Right. Riley, the book Riley, the Riley, the other Riley. How many Rileys are, the are same there? Riley? Are they he the also same? mentions he says that what they would have been doing in the bed would have been wrong. Yes, which is what makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good because question. Why would that be wrong? Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. What aspect? True. True. Maybe they're not related, but like he killed her mother or something. Maybe. Yeah. True. Or killed her aunt or because her aunt's still a part of this somehow. Yeah. Like there's something going mm-hmm. on. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Go. 
oh, it seems like it's been like three months. Um, the whole family just thinks that Riley was like slighted by Vaughn. They don't know, but they also they don't, don't know the deeds. Know about her past or anything. Like she seems very, she keeps her cards close to the chest. So Colton is staying at the loft for a week and he has brought his new girlfriend, Lee, um, which is making Riley feel kind of weird, but like, come on now. He's got to be happy mm-hmm. too. You can't um, have both. So no, you can't. So Sashi says that Riley should be over Vaughn, but she doesn't know what really happened. Um, she feels like they both have gigantic secrets, like her and Vaughn. Um, and she kind of mentions that like Vaughn could be abusive, a sociopath, or a murderer. Like she really went for it. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. quite know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows what happened to her with Julia and Nikki. Colton comes over to check on Riley because he knows something is wrong. He calls her a chipmunk trapped in a mason jar. And Riley says that this is literally exactly how she feels. Like it was a very good mm-hmm. <laughs> description. Mm-hmm. Um, and we end up sort of just learning a lot about Nikki. She does sound quite abusive towards Riley. Um, there was an incident where she like broke her and Julia's vase and anytime she would touch something in the future, her mom would bring that up. And Mm -hmm. she once caught her looking in the mirror at herself and called her a narcissist, just like her father, like just things you shouldn't say to impressionable children growing up. Definitely verbally abusive for sure. Yeah, totally. And then Riley ends up like randomly telling Kieran there is no magic. Like she's just like, angry like she's like yeah mm-hmm. not she's, here for it <laughs> yeah just taking it out on everybody yeah. yeah and then she starts ripping down her mural she's like ripping down the serpent she's saying she hates nikki like she's just going for it like she's taking out all of her aggression on this mural which i'm guessing is paper and i thought it was painted onto the wall so it was like confusing in my brain at yeah. first but anyway yeah um Kieran comes in and tells her to stop like he's a kid obviously this Mm -hmm. is concerning and she falls and her head cracks against the desk bonked her head whoa wow whoa wow whoa 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 wowie whoa um now Vaughn is getting his swell on at the gym um he had spent the first five weeks of trying um after he left Riley's trying to numb himself but he's always thinking of her them he's missing the magic the clocks the rabbits snow stars climate change like everything is reminding him of her mm-hmm. um so then he this is what's confusing is that he's saying that the first Riley wasn't real. Like it's, we're trapped in like this idea of what's real and what's not by both of them. They mm-hmm. don't understand. And like, they'll feel like the line is blurred. So he's saying that the first Riley wasn't real and it's thoughts and ideas. She's like a fairy or a fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that even means. <laughs> yeah. He was saying the old Riley and the new Riley. Like yes. there are two two different but are they the same I don't know it's strange yeah I don't know there's something weird it's, going on yeah it's confusing and got my spidey senses tingling 
I don't know why I said that. Um, So then all of a sudden he has a parcel waiting for him and she, he knows by just. Hello. It's a Vaughn. Delivery for Vaughn Orville. Um, By the look of the package, he knows exactly what it is. And he's wondering why Sachi took three months to send the photo or the photo, the painting of the floating man. Um, And he, she even like PayPal them the money back. So like, he's not interested in opening it right away, essentially. Um, His agent Mel is still asking about Wisconsin and Chicago. So it sounds like he hasn't told anybody that he's even back really. Um, And since the, um parcel doesn't have like any uh, return address on it now he's thinking oh well it could be anything like i think he's trying to deny it so there's like a bit of back and forth there so finally he needs a drink to open it so he has some wine and start opening the parcel and inside he finds an envelope and the painting framed and he doesn't want to read it trash he trashes it right away i could never i could never do no no, I'd be like, what are they going to say? Like, yeah, right. Like, even if it's something I fucking hate, I like gotta read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What if, what if there's money in there? Like, there could be anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There could be anything in there, Chantal. Yeah. <gasps> exactly. Family secrets? I, I don't know. Exactly. Okay, so letter trash. Don't even want to read it. Um, then he starts looking at the painting and he always knows that Sachi like hides things in there. He sees the cog of the clock. He sees like things that remind him uh, the moth and that kind of stuff. Um, and then he notices a key in one of the windows. And then this floods him back with memories of his childhood and specifically his dad. Um, he's recalling being a child and this old key that he had and that he always kept it very safe and guarded and that it belonged to his mother. Um, but his dad hated that he had this and he made him throw it away multiple times. Um, and he blamed everything that happened with his mother on Vaughn. Um, he asked what it opened one day and this set him off. Um, essentially he made Vaughn made his mother sick with postpartum depression um and you made her take all the pills and you made her kill herself so Mm -hmm. we find out that she um died by suicide um and that at that point her sadness his mother's sadness became a part of vaughn and now he's always felt this guilt and his father's hated him ever since and he can see quickly after though I think as he was maturing and aging that it was actually his dad that his mom hated um and that's why he left or that's why she left and she's what he's wondering if maybe he should leave too um but the key essentially ends up being associated with comfort he's still like what does it open he doesn't know still and his mom he knows for a fact that his mom left it specifically for him because she had hidden it somewhere um and then he decides i better read the letter so he goes dumpster diving and finds the letter (laughs) 
He doesn't actually. And we don't know what the letter says. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, oh didn't you just want to read the letter? Didn't you just well, want to read the letter? I read the first sentence. Yeah, me too. Okay, whatever. Yeah, Avi, you did. I had to know who was it from at least. I had to know who it was from. Just who it was from at least. But I didn't read the whole thing. Did you? No, no. Did, did not. you? Okay, 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 okay. Um, I think that they're brother and sister. Okay, okay, okay. I don't have any theories that way who they are I hope that they're not because I feel like their connection is romantic and I hate it when things go from romantic to siblingy it creeps me out a bit you don't like that that's not like your genre no it's not my vibe because I'd be so embarrassing you'd never be able to look at that person again you'd never be able to like you mean if you didn't know and you did well like if you found out after, after You'd be like, oh my gosh, you'd have to like never talk to that person again. I wish I mean, but what if you fine. knew, like, what if you were Vaughn and say they are brother and sister and like, he knows, he knows. Well, then that's fucked. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. That's just right. <laughs> okay. 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 What are your theories? I just, I didn't have any theories. I just wanted to make like a few, I had made some notes throughout and my notes were that like, I just appreciate her writing Glendy's mm-hmm. writing so much that I love how even though you were saying like some moments were cringy, but I feel like that's life. And like, mm-hmm. she does a real good, a good job of writing real life. Like mm-hmm. I could imagine that happening to an awkward teenager being like, I don't know. I've never been on a date kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it felt familiar to me like that. Yeah. And I feel like it felt, I I hundred percent agree with what you're saying. And I feel like it felt cringy to me because it was cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it made me feel awkward because it was awkward. It was awkward, like exactly. At someone in the eyes is awkward. <laughs> for mm-hmm. Exactly. Time. <laughs> exactly. And I do like the fact how like nonchalant or how natural the clues and the foreshadowing she puts into the book is. Well, like how well done she does that. Like, I appreciate that it's not just like, oh, by the way, here's oh, that yeah. ring. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or like you get almost to the end and it's like and here's a twist and you're yeah like, that's too yeah. twisty I do that's like too twisty yeah. yeah even though this isn't a long book I do like the slow burn I guess af- um effect or like the slow burn aspect of it that she's just like giving you little hints and pieces but it's not like right in your face kind of thing you're like is that something I should be yeah thinking about like yeah. should I write that down is that something mm-hmm. I should be writing down yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, anyways I don't know 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 do you not know we'll have to keep reading uh <laughs> let me check no I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. okay I don't know okay I don't know. okay what is everybody else thinking we'd oh, love yeah. to know what are your theories who who is Vaughn? Who is Riley? Who is Riley dedication? Riley. What is who, Nikki? What is who Aunt is Julia? What are their deals? Where are they? Well, they're dead, well, but they're like dead. how'd they die? Yes. Because they died apart, not together. Mm-hmm. But close together. Interesting. And where is Riley's dad? Yeah. Where who is- whom's is he? Because exactly. she's just with her cousins, right? She's just 
Mm-hmm. In West Philadelphia, born. Not me, Chicago. Yeah. All right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm leaving. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love Goodbye. You. Okay. Bye. XO. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.